I think that it's great that you said it can't just be a reaction. We often think of the glamorous side of entrepreneurship life and making your own schedule and doing your own thing, but it's a lot of work. It isn't something that just comes easily right away, and you have to be in the right space to take it on. Welcome to the Creative Legacy Podcast, a podcast to help creative entrepreneurs build their business while leading a life of intention, joy, and adventure. I'm Shawnee. And I'm Sarah. Today we are talking about knowing when you are ready to go full-time. You have your passion figured out, you would love to make it into your full-time business, but how do you know it's time to step away from that part-time or full-time job and jump in? So we're going to talk about that today, and the first thing to mention is really being in the right mental space to start the entrepreneurship journey. Yeah, I I can't stress enough that when you're starting your business, your passion, it probably will start off part-time. It will start off as this side hustle, and the goal, I find, is that we all want to make it then full-time, and we want to get there as fast as we can, but that's not always beneficial for us to just jump right into something full-time. If you have the, the money and the mental space for it right now, like go for it, go do it. But most of us, I think probably over 50% of us have to start as a side hustle first. And I worked a lot of full-time jobs and then did photography on the side, building up clientele and getting more experience with what I was doing and becoming more experienced as a business owner that I really wanted that to like speed up and be full-time right away. But looking back at it, I am so thankful that I didn't rush into it. And I took the time to make sure that I was in the right state mentally. That's the first part, because if you quit out of passion or emotion or anger, or anything like that, it's not going to be a good fit. I wanted to quit a lot of times in my full-time jobs. But I had to think about business logically. It can't just be an emotional reaction to something. You have to make sure that things are covered. And and putting yourself in that, that mental space of knowing that this has to be for the right reasons. This has to be because I'm ready. This has to be because my finances are ready. Because I've talked to my significant other, my family, and they say it's the right time. You can't just react. You have to be mentally prepared to go forward. I think that it's great that you said it can't just be a reaction. We often think of the glamorous side of entrepreneurship life and making your own schedule and doing your own thing, but it's a lot of work. It isn't something that just comes easily right away, and you have to be in the right space to take it on. You aren't doing a nine-to-five, but you will be working more probably. Well, not properly. You will. You will be working more. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But it is doing something you love, so it's not something that seems like work per se. So just being ready to take on the extra responsibility. Like you won't have your boss above you. You are your own boss, so you won't have them to go to. You have to be ready for that. And as you mentioned, the financial factor is a big thing as well. For me personally, although my business is my focus, I do some work for my church currently. So I am not 100% full-time, but 
that is what I'm heading towards, even though I'm not quite there yet. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it still being a side hustle or your main thing, but then there's a little extra work here and there. There's no like right or wrong to it. And there are some people that are like, nope, I always want to keep this a side hustle. I love having this full-time job. I love having this security. That's great. And part of me is like, yeah, I love that because insurance is expensive, but (laughs) the freedom of being full-time is beautiful. And like you said, it is working a lot. I, what's that quote where you being an entrepreneur is working 80 hours a week so you don't have to work 40 hours for someone else? It's so true because I've worked more than I ever have being my own business owner and owning this thing than I ever worked for someone else. And I put my heart into it like no other job. And I worked hard at everything. I was always brought up to no matter what job you have, that's your that's your duty, that's your responsibility. And I owned it. No matter if it was popping popcorn in the movie theater or running a whole department, it was my job. So I put everything I had into it. And you need those experiences, I think, instead of just going into your career, your passion full-time. I think having those full-time jobs, those other part-time whatevers, that is really helpful to building up your experience as a business owner. I didn't care for it at the time, but now I'm very grateful for all the jobs I worked before becoming a full-time wedding photographer. And I got to then make that choice when I was ready to do a full-time. I I laid everything out and made sure that I was ready to make that step. Because my last job that I was in, I was working full-time for this company. And I was there for three years and I was ready to quit after year one because it just didn't feel like this was the place for me. I was working on photography. I wasn't to where I was when I, when I actually quit, but I knew I was on the right track. And I'm so thankful I stayed those extra two years and was able to build up a savings account. I was able to build up more relations with other people and really make sure I was I was heading towards the right direction and doing it the right way instead of just quitting because I didn't want to work for someone else. We've talked a lot about making sure you're ready on the financial side, especially, but there are certain times and situations when you may just be thrown into it and you have to take ownership of your business and go all at it to make it successful. We know a few people who, whether it was because of being laid off or they just could not take it mentally anymore and they had to step away, that they had to take a step back and think about what they wanted to do and that thing became their passion project. But then they were really thrown into it and they had to go all at it to make it successful. Right. It's almost like this backwards way of looking at going full-time is that okay, now I'm throwing it, now I have to make it work. Instead of easing your way into it, making sure you're taken care of, making sure it works, sometimes you don't have a choice, whether you're laid off or you're you're moving and you have to start over anyway. You're just thrown into it. And everything then I feel like is extrapolated. And there is almost then that fear now of, I need to make money. I need to do, this has to work. So we totally get it and we applaud you for if anyone's going through this and are rocking it and we're thrown into it and now you are just killing it out there that is worst case scenario I think and you can find beautiful things from it and beautiful things can become your reality because of where you started but we really hope you have more say in how you become full-time because 
experiences and making sure you're ready and making sure you are all set to go full time will make your mental state will make everything feel more relaxed. And you're not now working to pay the bills, you already have these things lined up. And you're not scared that your power is going to be turned off because you don't make the money. That's the steps of going full time are huge. And they're not just something that you can just jump into, even though people have done it and don't have a choice. We really hope that if you have the choice that you'll you'll take your time and do it. One of the biggest helps for me with making sure that I didn't just quit my job and and just take on photography full time before I was actually really ready. I read the book Quitter by John Acuff and it is amazing. It is all about how you should maybe hold off on quitting your daytime job to go to your full-time dream because this job you have can really help you. You might not see it like that yet. You're like, this is a soul sucking and this, I just want to go do what I love. But it really kind of breaks down why it's important to be in the right headspace for quitting and finding parts of your daytime job that you love, whether it's the security, the insurance, the benefits, whatever it may be, whether it's then you can make sure when you are taking on clients on your side hustle, you're taking on the right clients. You're not taking on everyone, just get paid that you can say no to things because you have the security of a full-time job. And it's all about just learning and experiencing what it's like in different situations, whatever you're going to learn in this daytime job, you can then use in your full-time business. And I had a great example of that of I was when I started my full-time job before photography, I was 21 years old and I stayed there till I was 24. And I was young 20s, you know, working a nine to five shift. And I really learned a lot about structure. And then I learned too then when I took on more of a management role in that position of you need to do what's right for the business. You have to take care of people, but there are going to be people, be people that don't like you. And I had some of that just based on the people that work there. And it really built up my tolerance and my kind of tough skin, if you want to say. I was very sensitive. I am still pretty sensitive. But it helped me know that I'm strong. And if I'm doing the right thing, it doesn't matter what people are saying. And if they don't like me for whatever reason may be that, I'm okay. And those years of experience really helped me grow as a person and as a business owner where I knew I had to make decisions that were right for me, for my loved ones, for whatever. And it was okay to say no. And it was okay to step away from things because my other job taught me that. And it helped my, this job led me to my best meeting my best friend. So I think it was all worth it. <laughs> It's very true that past jobs will help you in your own experience of being an entrepreneur. I worked in a retail store for four years as a customer service specialist and learning how to handle the not so happy customer situations because something was wrong or they didn't like the return policy. It was a great learning experience for me, even just learning to stand my ground when I needed to. But Shana, you mentioned the book Quitter. And very similarly, I read a book by Sean McCabe, and I mentioned Sean in his podcast, Sean West, on our own podcast a few times, but that was one for me when I first started this entrepreneurship journey before I found Rising Tide that 
his podcast and what he was putting out, I learned a lot from him. And his book is called Overlap. And it's all about overlapping your part-time or full-time job as you begin to build your full-time business. And you touched from Quitter even a few of the points that are in overlap as well. But Sean stresses that you make sure that you're fully supported financially with your day job when building your business because then you're not getting burnt out and getting stuck in that scarcity mindset and feeling like you have to take on every client or project because you need the money. And also not letting the way that you're going about becoming full-time make your passion feel like work to the point that you don't love it anymore. Because that is why you want it to become your full-time. It's your passion and you love to do it. So making sure you have the right resources like We both mentioned books. I think if you're getting this like urge and you want to just walk out of your job, I had those days when I was working full time. I think reading books like that, making sure that you're in this realm of I'm doing this because it's the best decision for me and I'm not reacting to something. You want to surround yourself with resources like that to make sure it's taken care of and you're not stressed and this isn't just a gut reaction to something. Starting a full-time business is a lot and just leaving your daytime job because that seems hard or you want to be your own boss is not the best way to do it. You want to make sure it's, it's all for the reasons that make you happy, that fulfill your life, that you're ready for. And just leaving or just reacting. I think that's the biggest thing I keep coming back to is it's going to be a lot harder in the end if unless you are doing this with a lot of intention and you're putting a lot of work into it and you're putting the steps into it. That will be the best and most beneficial way to attacking and and accomplishing the goal of going full time. I think we can probably touch on our own experiences and decisions to go full-time now. I mentioned before, my business is my focus, although I do still do some work for my church right now because I do feel I need that extra income to support me. But it was a big decision to even say this is where I'm going. It was a lot of late nights, a lot of journaling, a lot of prayers, a lot of tears, and a lot of talking with the people close to me. I mentioned, I think in our intro episode, that in middle school I had the desire to be an entrepreneur. I just didn't know what shape that would take. So taking that into consideration, I had to think, is this the right time? Do I need to work a 9-to-5 job with the insurance benefits and gain more experience? Or is where I'm at an okay time to take this all on right now? And ultimately... My decision was that it is what I want to do with my life, and there's no better time than now. I just have to take it step by step and go for it. I felt that if I didn't go for it now, I would regret it, knowing that that was what was on my heart to do. Right. I think, like you mentioned, people have that kind of feeling at an early age that they want to be an entrepreneur, and now it's just how do you go about doing it? Never knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know the term for it, I guess, when I was younger. My mom, and then it made sense. My mom has owned like three businesses and has always worked for herself. 
And I was always kind of like bossy <laughs> growing, like just, I just took on different leadership things and some kids called me bossy, but I say I have leadership skills, but it was just that like drive to take control and, and work towards something that was my own was really appealing. And I went to school for photography. It was what I knew I wanted to do at the age of 17. I graduated high school early to go and pursue this. And I didn't quite know even then that I wanted to be my own wedding photographer, own my own business, anything like that. I just knew I had this love for it. And it was just something that I, I don't want to say fell into, but it just became like the logical step of, yeah, of course I want to do this for myself. But I knew when I came back from school that I needed to make money and I was willing to work for any photographer for being an assistant. I sent out hundreds of emails and just never got the experience to work for someone else and then grow in that, that sense. So I started working other jobs. I worked at American Eagle. I worked as a barista. I did a lot of things that I don't want to say like are less than or whatever, you know, I just graduated college. I was, I would take anything because I believe all work is valuable. And then I landed a full-time big girl job at a company in De Pere, Wisconsin at 21 and was getting paid more than all these retail jobs and coffee shop jobs combined. I I worked at one point like three separate jobs to just pay my bills and then did photography on the side as a it was super duper side hustle because I had so many other jobs. But then I was able to go full time, have that security. And because I was so young, I didn't understand <laughs> insurance and how important it is to have a job with benefits because I was young and saw my parents' insurance. But it was just nice to know I had every two weeks I had a paycheck and I could pay my bills. And even though my job was not fulfilling to my soul. It wasn't, I didn't wake up every day loving it. I didn't want to go do it. There was plenty of days even that I would cry about having to go or I would cry about, you know, different situations going on there. I would dread Sunday nights because I knew that week was coming of working. And it was, there was parts that were just awful during my time there. But I stayed three years and I put on a good attitude And I made sure that I still did my work and I did it well. I never let that slack because my my brain wasn't happy and my heart wasn't happy. I I was committed to the role I was in, so I knew I had to do a good job. And I was really proud of the work I did do. But all the while I was doing that, I worked my side hustle. I used my full-time job to make sure, okay, the bills are paid, taken care of. I don't have to stress. And I use that that free time I had then to photograph weddings, to edit weddings, to build my craft, to learn, to experiment, to to get the right things in place, make sure I was financially taken care of when I did go full time, that I had my, my calendar would be booked, all these different things that I wanted to have in place before I went full time. And I just used that time to even just learn. And, and even though I went to school for photography, I didn't go to school for business. So I wanted to really dig into what it would be like to be a business owner and take all these years that I was working somewhere else and taking care of that I could learn. And I dedicated a lot of time to that. So then when I did go full time three years later, I was set and I was I was happy about it. And there was no I had no regrets and no part of my decision was made without 
months and months, if not years of thought and planning and decision-making. I didn't just jump. I like, I feel like I like built like a flying machine. So then when I jumped, I could fly, you know, I set myself up for success where there could still be things happen where I crash. I'm thinking of like the old school, like Wright Brothers flying machine where I, I spent all that time building it and, and creating it. So then I still had to jump though. I still had to go out and make it work, but I gave myself the best possible tools to make sure I would fly instead of fail. And I'm so thankful that I did that way. (laughs) I like that kind of analogy because even the Wright brothers had to test out all these planes before they found one that worked. Right. And that's a good point of it's a leap. You know, it's a leap of faith. It's a leap that you could do all the right things, have all the right things in place for you, for your business, and it could still fail. So it is still a leap. And we're not downplaying that it's a risk. And it's a risk that you need to pray on and a risk you need to talk about with your friends and your family and, and make sure that this is a good decision, but you can do it. And if you do it with these different steps in place, you can get there. You mentioned that you didn't go to school for business. But I'll tell you a fun fact, I actually double majored in design and business marketing, knowing my desire to be an entrepreneur. So I did have business classes at university, but I'll admit they didn't teach me everything I needed to know about running a business. I learned the terms, I did case studies, I did some accounting, which I do not love numbers, so I'm thankful I just got through that. But no one talked to me about how to price my design services, how to write contracts or even that I needed a contract and what should be included, and many of the other things that you learn as you work on your own business. And some of these things are things that you can learn from a day job as well. So I think it's wonderful that you say it's still good to show up with a smile and put in all your effort, even if you don't love it. I learned from working a nine to five doing web design that I don't love sitting at a desk all day. It's not something I enjoy. And knowing what I did and did not like was very helpful in determining how I wanted to style and structure my own business. Totally. I, my job, I was on my feet all day and all the jobs I had, it was when I went full-time with photography that I actually had to be at a desk and I was like, wait, this is new. And definitely gained some weight, (laughs) just saying. But it's just those different experiences. And you learn what you love and what doesn't work and it whatever it may be. It no experience is wasted. And especially with your full-time jobs, your day jobs, those nine to fives, that's not wasted at all. And I've met some great people through the jobs I've had. And it's really cool now, even like American Eagle, which I started working at in high school, went to college and didn't have a job when I came back. So I asked them if they would take me back and they were like, yeah, of course, which how nice of them. And it's a store in a mall, like what selling jeans, you know, what could you ever possibly get from that? But I taught me so much about just being open and outgoing. You had to greet people. You literally had to sit, stay in the front of the store and be like, hey, how's it going? Oh, I love that shirt. Would you get it? You know, it really, you had to like pull conversation from nowhere, which was been really helpful as a business owner and just the people I met there. I have now photographed so many weddings from people I worked with at American Eagle and it's still happening. I still get messages about, hey, remember our American Eagle days? Like now I'm getting married. And those people stick with you and stick with your journey. So I was always very upfront too. I think that's another part 
I was always very upfront that I was doing full-time jobs, but I had this love of photography and I wasn't quite sure where I was going, but I love to do this thing. And it stuck with people and people remember that. And they still now, almost a decade later, still remember that, which is really cool. And I just want to say too that like, I made the decision to go full-time four years ago. It's been four years of doing this thing full-time. I've now, I, I don't regret any of it and I love it. And there is so much to being full-time and I just want you to make sure you're ready for it because it is very appealing. You can make your own schedule. You can do all these different things, but so much of it then relies on you of, oh my goodness, I I just keep going back to insurance because insurance is the doozy. Can we just like simplify this? It really is a big thing. Holy moly. I am like, I have insurance every year. I'm like, am I doing this right? I don't know. I just pray nothing happens to me. (laughs) Right? There are so many, yeah, there's so many extra things when you do go full-time that you might not even think about. I knew that was going to be a thing I would have to deal with because I went full-time when I was 24 and I knew I would be off my parents' insurance soon. But it is hard. And uh, there are days where you can't just phone it in, you can't call in sick, you can't do anything. You have to show up because you're you're the whole part of it. You're the whole business and yes. make sure you're ready for it. Did you notice any shift or change from working your business as a side hustle to now working full-time as a photographer? I love my Sundays now because I know that every week I get to do something I love. I There are times though where things that I thought were really fun now feel like work because I have to do it so much, you know, whether it's emails or editing or whatever. Now it just feels like work, but I like to start my day by meditating or, or praying or putting myself in that, that right frame of mind of like, you get to wake up and do what you love. You get to do this full time. And it just puts me right back to I what I, I enjoy, what I'm doing. And I always talk to my best friend who also went full-time with her business after she left working the same job that we had. And we would always say that our worst, worst days as a a self-employed entrepreneur are better than our best days working for someone else, just because it's ours. We get to own this. This is everything that we love and everything we're passionate about rolled into this one business and I'll take it good, bad, and and ugly. (laughs) What about you, Sarah? Any experiences that when you did go, you know, with it more full time that you weren't expecting? Oh, definitely the hours. I knew it would be more work, but I couldn't have ever guessed exactly how much time would have to go into it. It was a bit of a, okay, I need to do this and I need to determine what I can put aside to focus on what I'm building here. Right. Right. That was probably the big thing I realized, that it isn't just the glamour side of it, (laughs) but making the decision to go full-time was a very big relief for me. Thinking about what I should do, where I should go, had burdened me for a long time. To just have those prayers answered in this way was, yeah, just a big sigh of relief. And I had the willingness to take it on and I know there are things that will come up that I have to learn and other things that I'll have to figure out how to deal with, but you know, you just take it one step at a time. That's, that's all you can do. You just have to, you can even think it's 
it's the right time to do it. Let's go. Let's do this. And it can still, things can happen and you're learning new things about it and, or your passion for it leaves and that's okay. But I hope for anyone that is thinking about going full-time, it should feel like a relief. It should not feel like you're still unsure about it. And it is scary. And I was really scared. I took pictures of all my resignation letters for my full-time job. And I was like, we're doing this. It's happening. And it was still scary to turn them in. But after it was out there, I was so ready. And it was the best decision for me to make. And I learned a lot. And there were still things I was learning. I realized that you know, you can create your own schedule and things like that. But I really needed structure because I would stay up all night editing or I would do all these different things and, and my life would revolve around my business and my relationships and my family time was suffering. So there's going to be so many things you're going to run into and you're going to need a change and you're going to need to switch up that maybe you didn't plan for. Because I definitely did plan for that. So true. Creating a routine was so necessary for me. I couldn't just get up and start when I want to, or I would be watching Netflix all day. I had to build a structure of how I would start my day to make sure I was getting off on the right track. But this and what we touched on in our own experiences, we're going to talk about that in next week's episode, which will be the steps of going full-time and getting to that celebratory day when you can hand in that resignation letter to your full or part-time job. We talked about today about knowing when you're ready, and we wanted then to actually give you the steps, or at least the steps that worked for us, to go full-time so that you can make sure everything is in place and everything's checked off, and then you can know that you're ready to go full-time. And we can't wait to share with you on our next episode about what we did to go full-time. Yay! We'll talk to you next week.